Good morning, Claire. Thanks for joining us here in studio. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me in. All right. So, uh, creature curiosities. Yes. We we have some uh, we have some of your friends in studio. And we will get to them here <laughs> in just a little bit. But first off, for those that have not heard about creature curiosity, you guys are here in the triangle. Yes. Uh, what exactly? Are you guys? Because you're not exactly like an animal shelter. No. What, no. what exactly do you guys do? Um, so I do educational shows for schools, daycares, um, birthday parties, anything like that. Um, I was just recently at the Y. I do things at daycares all the time, um, and I take in animals. I have mostly reptiles, but I do have some like small furry fuzzy things because a lot of people like those. Um, and then uh, I bring my cockatoo Morgan, who I would have brought him today, but he would have busted everybody's eardrums. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> He's quite loud. Um, and uh, we just do a lot of education, a lot of hands-on. Um, you know, city kids, especially in, in like Raleigh City area, like they don't ever touch snakes. I've dealt with like 14-year-olds that have never touched a snake in their life. And my favorite thing is to watch, like, they're terrified, right? They do, like, the jerky hands and the... Yep. And then I have photos of it, and um, some of them I don't have releases, so I can't post them, unfortunately. But, like, the moment their hand actually makes contact and, like, they realize that, like, all of their fear wasn't worth it and that, you know, that they didn't need to be scared, like, the amazement that then comes across their face. And, like, that's why I do this. You know, yeah. I want to create education and um, excitement about these animals because they are part of our world and you know if you don't have that excitement for them then we're not going to want to save them we're not going to want to you know make sure that our planet stays so that's why I do what I do. Well, how, <laughs> how did how did this start how did you or why did you get involved <laughs> with exotic animals in, uh, in the first place? I've been doing it for 15 years so since I was 15 years old um, I went to a reptile expo and absolutely fell in love with a little leopard gecko and then it just spiraled out of control <laughs> um, you know so I've been doing it for 15 years I've been in almost every aspect of the animal world um, I've run expos I've been keeping animals breeding animals rescuing animals um, and so now I do a lot of education because I see the faults within our community and the education is one of the biggest ones. So how how can what you do uh, fix that issue that, that you talk about? I, I talk a lot about proper husbandry because that's a big issue. Um, you know, a lot of people know how to keep a cat and a dog, but they don't realize that a ball python and, you know, a milk snake have very different needs. Um, they have different humidity needs, temperature needs. Um, even the substrate that they sit on is all dependent on where they come from because yeah. a milk snake is going to come from North America or South America while a ball python comes from Africa. Those are very different biomes. And so I focus a lot on, you know, researching, making sure that, like, when you take an animal home, you know what you're getting yourself into. Um, and so, you know, we talk a lot about that with the kids and, and uh, they really enjoy because, like, little kids love to learn. That's all they want right. to do, right? Right. And so if you get, get to them then, then the sponges start to soak everything up. So Can the snake from Africa, is it thriving in the, in the heat that we're supposed to have today in the triangle? Because it's supposed to be, like, 115. It would be too hot. Yeah. <laughs> too hot. It, yeah. It, I mean – most snakes can't handle that kind of heat unless you're dealing with actually like desert species. Yeah. Um, so, you know, things that are from like the sub-Sahara. But even then, they all come out at night when it's cold. They hide when it's that hot. They get under the rocks. They dig underneath the sand where it's cool. So, so no. I have a lot more in common with snakes than I realized. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Time with Claire Groves from Creature Curiosities. Uh, we got to get to traffic and news here in just a couple of minutes, but we're definitely going to keep you here in studio for the rest of the show. Uh, and we are going to talk about and am I going to hold? Uh, if you want this, that's, this snake, are you brave enough? I think so. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll see. Uh, we we have a commercial break a little later on for me to you know get over my fear and and then, I have uh, faith in you. I think you can do it. <laughs> So we have, we have a, walk me through what we have here in studio. Uh, we have a blue tongue skink. Her name is Hufflepuff. Um, we have blue tongue skink. Mm-hmm. And what exactly? That's a lizard. It's a lizard. lizard. Yeah. And we have skinks here in North Carolina. They're just much, much smaller than what Hufflepuff is. Um, and then we have voodoo who is a milk snake. Um, that's who I have currently. And then I have, um, three hissing cockroaches which are brand new to my shows um and they actually don't have names so i'm gonna put a contest up on my page and oh. if, you know if you want to name my my little roachy friends so. 